Good morning, church. Can we stand up on our feet this morning? Are you glad to be in the presence of the Lord? Yes. Amen. Can we start just by, by honoring the Lord this morning? Can we lift our hands and surrender to him and welcome him in this place? God, we are so grateful to be in your house. We're so grateful to be in your presence today. I feel the, the Lord just saying to slow down in this moment. Life is full of rushing around and busyness and right now he says just rest in my presence. So we're gonna do that this morning. We're gonna take just a few seconds and just rest in his presence. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, Jesus. Come and have your way today. Father, we surrender our will. We yield to you, Holy Spirit. Come and have your way. Whatever you want to do this morning, we surrender. We'll follow. Whatever you want to speak to us, our hearts are open. Our ears are open. God, we're ready to receive all that you have for us today. We're ready to receive.
I'll shine my light and light up any dark place in your life because where his light is darkness cannot exist it must turn and flee the other way there is no comparison there's no competition when it comes to the light of the Lord the light of Jesus brighter than any darkness darkness is immediately snuffed out so God we open up our hearts we open up the hidden places, the walled off places, the places that we think are secret and kept quiet and hidden from everyone else. God, you see, and right now we're, we're giving you permission. We're saying light up the, all the areas in my life that I've hidden, all the areas of my life that I've kept dark, that I've kept closed off, that I've kept walled up. God, I don't want to anymore. I know that your love chases me down. I know that your love will knock down any wall. It'll climb any mountain. It'll go to any depth. It'll go to any height to find me. And so right now, God, I open up myself to you. I receive the light of the Lord right now. In Jesus' name. Come on, lift your voice to him. Give him permission right now. God, I give it to you. I yield all of myself to you. I yield my heart. I yield every every cavern, every space, God, that you can consume, come and consume it now. Come and reside in me. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. We honor you, Jesus. We honor you, Jesus. Come on, sing a new song from your heart this morning. A song that stems from joy, a song that stems from what the Lord has done in your life. You've been so good to me. You've been so good to me. Nothing can compare to the love you've given me, to the grace you've shown me. There's nothing like your love. There's nothing like your love. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like your love. Oh, there's nothing.
on some of you, he's showing you his love right now. He's showing you a love like the Father, a love like you were intended to be loved from the beginning. If you just allow him, you, you've had bad examples in your life of what love looks like, especially from a father. And it's the Father in heaven right now wants to extend his love to you. Just open up your heart and receive it. The love that you've known in the past is, is a lie from the enemy. It's a perversion of the truth and the true love from our Father, Jesus Christ. From our Father, God. He's extending his love to you right now. Let him show you what it is, what it means.
remember that today. Like you, you stand above it all. And hear my song of praise will rise. Cause we're victorious to my champion, my rescue. Sing it again. grab that out. If not, just slip your hand up and one of our ushers will bring you the cup. I'll give you just a second to get that open because it's a bit of a challenge at times. Jesus is with his disciples at the dinner table. Luke twenty two nineteen 19 says this. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And this is where the, the Lord knew that even though he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, if, if, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, yours be done. He prayed that, but in the moment that he's sharing with his disciples, he knew that it was the cup that he was gonna have to drink. And he said, this is my body. He was, he was foreshadowing, his foretelling of what was about to happen. His body was gonna be broken and bruised and pierced for us. 
And so let's just praise him today for that. God, we thank you. We thank you for your body that was broken for us. We thank you that you still chose to lay down your life even when you knew it wasn't possible to, to, to escape it, to let the cup pass from you. God, you chose, Jesus, you chose to lay down your life for us to allow your body to be broken and bruised for us. And today we remember the sacrifice. Let's eat together. in the same way after the supper he took the cup saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood which is poured out for you and as he was hanging on the cross and the guard took his spear and pierced it into his side and blood and water poured out he knew that was the blood that was going to be spilled for us he knew the sacrifice that had to be made, the blood that was poured out that washes our sins white as snow, that gave us a chance at eternity with him. That's the only way, it's only through the cross that we have an opportunity to have eternity with him. And so God, we praise you today. Father, we thank you for the blood that was poured out, that you spilled from hanging on the tree. The crown of thorns on your head is the blood poured out and the lashes on your back and the spear in your side. Father, we thank you. And we remember today that you laid down your life for us so that we could spend eternity with you. Let's drink together.
hear me? There you are. This morning, God is, is speaking through um, his people. And so here's what I want you to do. Uh, Debbie Grandizio got a, a download from heaven and it's for you, it's for someone in the room. And so here's how I want, I want us to work. I want all of us to lift our hands and I want you to pray this prayer Say, Lord, if it's for me, let me receive it. I don't care if it's offensive. If it's for me, let me receive it. Thank you, Isaiah. This morning as Allie and Landon were telling us to just um, quiet ourselves, listen to the Spirit, what the Spirit would tell you, um, I just sense the Spirit of the Lord say, attention deficit disorder is an earthly diagnosis, diagnosis, but not a heavenly one. The fact of an earthly physician telling you is, let me just put it this way, God's Word, the Bible trumps any fact because of truth trumps fact. So if you've gotten this diagnosis, and some of you I sense, you can't turn your brain off. It's always going, how am I going to figure this out? What am I going to do? But God's word says, so are my words that goes out from my mouth, will not return to me void, but will accomplish everything I send it to. And God's word says, be still and know that I am God. And remember God's truth trumps any you, fact a physician would give you, Jesus. in Jesus name thank you Jesus amen 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 I, I, I'm telling you this morning has been all whacked it's actually been whacked since God woke me up this morning early and I'm telling you this God wants to do exceeding abundantly above all you could ever imagine, think, comprehend. God wants to blow your mind this morning. Ever since this morning, it was, it was crazy. We walked, in for, uh, we walked in for worship practice and everything went kapooey. And those are the kind of mornings that I love because I know God's preparing something special because the enemy doesn't want it to happen. And so when things started going wonky, I knew immediately in my spirit, Lord, what you've been preparing us for is for these moments, for these strategic moments. God, you've been preparing the ground. You've been preparing the way for what's coming right now. And as I was worshiping up here, uh, God, man, impressed so heavy, heavy on me. He said, I don't want you to wait until the end of service for people to get their lives right. I want you to do it now. And I was like, even before the announcements? Are we, are, are you sure? Are we supposed to do this even before we know what's going on during the week? And he's like, yeah, I want you to stop. We're gonna do this now. So a prayer team, if you're on today, even if you're not, so AJ and Stephanie, you're on. Tim and Kim, can I get you too? Luke and Ashton, can I get you too? I want, I want a few of you. I want us to be ready because, I, I, man, I feel so heavy in my spirit. There's those of you that are in this room that you need to get it right with God now. You can't wait until this afternoon. Ian might take you out. You don't know. Okay? I'm telling you, you feel it just as much as I feel it in your spirit. Right now as I'm talking, you're starting to get that, that feeling in your stomach. You're like, oh no, he's talking to me. I can already feel it. I'm telling you, God is preparing the way. And he said, get my children ready because the end is right around the corner and they need to know that I am the father.
can't wait another moment. I couldn't even wait until the end of service. We can't wait another moment. I'm giving you a minute. Actually, uh, Bill and Debbie, would you come too? I want you to fill this void in right here. I, I just feel in my spirit, there's, there's those of you that need to make it right with God. You need to make it right with God. You need to make it right with God. You're getting ready. I'm, I'm letting you go ahead and get ready. You can go ahead and start to ask God. God, is that me? Do I, am I, am I, am I, is that, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, get yourself ready. I'm giving you a moment. Come on, all over this room, let's just lift our hands. Lord, I pray that you would prepare the way. Lord, I, prepare that you would, I, I pray that you would prepare feet to walk out of obedience in this moment. Lord, as we prepare our hearts and get ready, Lord, I pray that there would be a readiness. Ready the room this morning, Lord. Ready the room this morning, Lord. Ready the room this morning, Lord. We give you ourselves, God. We give you the room. We give you the service, Lord. We give you the order. God, it's yours to do whatever you want with it. God, you're wrecking it right now. You're preparing the way for a move. You are preparing the way for a move. You're in the room and you've been struggling. You've been struggling. You're like, I need to make it right with God. I cannot wait another second. I need to make it right with God. I want you to come. I want you to come and be with one of these prayer warriors. They're going to pray over you. They're going to lead you to the Father in the right way. Come on, you've been sitting. You've been sitting for too long. And today, God is literally stopping the service for you. Right now, I want you to move. Right now, out of obedience, I want you to move. Right now, I've already prepared the way for you. God is preparing your heart. You need to make it right with God. I want you to move. You need to make it right with God. I want you to move. Come on, I've set it up for you. God has stopped the service for you. Go ahead, make a move. We'll wait. Go ahead, make a move. God, God, God knows your heart and he wants to see you. That's it. That's it. Come on, God's moving. God's moving. Come on, you feel it down in your spirit. You feel it down in your spirit like, I don't know. Come on, it's time to move. It's not time to sit, it's time to move. It's time to get out. You gotta get out of you. You gotta get out of that comfort zone. Come on, it's time to move. Come on, I got, I got, I got more. Yeah, I got more, there it is. I got more. Come on, come on. You need to move. You've got to make it right. You've got to make it right. Come on, I got a couple more. You've got to make, I didn't bring them up here just because these were implanted literally by God. He said, bring them up. Just kept on giving me names. Come on, I got two more. You need to move. Two more. Two more is in the room. I know it. I know it. I can feel it in my spirit. You got two more. You're sitting there. You're fighting it. Come on, church, pray. Pray. The lives hang in the balance right now. Pray. In Jesus' name, I pray uh, a boldness comes over you and you just move. You don't care what people think. You move. I got two more. Come on. Come on. Come on, get out of your comfort zone. Move, make that step. Just take that, that, that five seconds of courage and just get out of your seat. Just make a move, make a move. There we go, we got, we got more, there it is. There it is, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Come on, I'm not moving on, I'm not moving on. I've got one more open, but they can all take turns, it's fine. I got one more, come on, you gotta move. It's obedience. Right now is the moment you've been fighting. You've been fighting it for so long and that chair has held you bound. Every Sunday you come in here and you feel the same way. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve it. God wants to remind you this morning, it's for you. 
He died on that cross for you. He was pierced in, in his side for you. That blood was shed for you. It's for you in this moment. Come on, move, move. Don't stay in your seat. Not one second longer. Come on, the ride home today will be the freest ride you've ever driven. Come on, move, take a move, take a move. Make a move this morning. Step out of your seat this morning, come on. Come on, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm not moving on. I'm waiting, when I feel it in my spirit, I sit. I'll sit all afternoon. I don't care to ever eat again. Come on, come on, come on, come on. There's one more, I feel it so heavy. There's one more, come on. You gotta move, you're fighting it right now. You're like, no, cause then when I move, it's gonna be like, oh no. I'm telling you, move. You will never feel the same again. God wants to pour out miracle signs and wonders on your home. He wants to pour out blessing on your home. He's waiting for obedience to be able to pour. Come on, step. Step, make that move, make that move. That's it, that's it. I got you right here, I got you right here. I got you right here. That's it. That's it. That's it. Come on, come on, let's praise him. Let's praise him. He's worthy, he's worthy. We praise you, we praise you, we praise you. Come on, lift your voice, lift your voice. We praise you, we praise you. Not yesterday's manna, not yesterday's fire, but today, God, I pray a fresh outpouring, a fresh outpouring like never before in Jesus' name. I pray that it would come in like a rushing fire, <laughs> that it would burn up anything in its path. Today, we pray fresh fire. Fresh fire, fresh fire, in Jesus' name. Hey, we worship, we worship. Thank you for freedom this morning. Thank you for life. Thank you for life this morning. Abundant life, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good. <laughs> You're so good. Come on, let's celebrate. Just celebrate a little bit. Hey, we worthy. We worship. We worship. We worship. We worship. We worship. Hey. And I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's crazy to me how God works. Because as I'm sitting there, he said, bring down the prayer team. The prayer team today was AJ and Stephanie. When I landed on the stage and I called for the prayer team, I immediately knew I needed more. And God immediately spoke to me about Tim and Kim. I, I, like, it was like immediate. I'm telling you, this is how God works. I just wanna, I wanna bring you in behind the scenes. Immediately it was like, bring Tim and Kim. There's someone for them. And then when they got planted, I saw Luke and Ashton. He was like, you gotta bring them too. Now notice, everyone strategically planted with the right person. I just want you to notice, I just want you to notice. Because this is how God works. Well, Zay, you had that pre-planned. No, 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 this is how God works. This is why in Dream Team this morning, we say, Lord, we give you the service, we give you the room, we give you ourselves, we give you the order. 
Because even though we've planned it, strategically stacked it, it's yours. Well, how long do services normally, you know, typically go at the power place? I don't know. <laughs> to be completely honest, as long as he wants it to go. Sometimes we worship for an hour, sometimes 45 minutes, maybe sometimes an hour and a half. I'm not sure. Jeremy, our kids and family pastor, Pastor Jeremy and Priscilla, they prepare like nine extra things just in case. <laughs> it's so funny. But that's the way we've had to start organizing things because God wants to move in a certain way. And I never, ever want to be known as the church that snuffed them out. So it's, Lord, we're going to allow you to move however you want to move. Here's our order. Do with it what you want. This is the preparation out of obedience that we're doing to steward the house. It's your house, so we give it back to you. Because it'll never be ours, it'll always be yours. So we choose to take our finances and give it back to you. We choose to take our building and give it back to you. We choose to take our staff and give them back to you. And Lord, whatever you wanna do, you have freedom to do it in this house. Because at the end of the day, you run this house, not us. This morning's Dream Team, we literally went until 9.15. Dream Team's supposed to end at nine o'clock so they can get a position. I was standing here around 9.08 and I was like, Lord, we're late. And he goes, you're not doing it for them, you're doing it for me, so stop. Like, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. I don't have to have greeters at the door because the presence will draw you in. You'll know where you're walking. You're fine, you're an adult. You can make your way in, you'll see the bathrooms on the way in, you, you got it. Classrooms, whatever you need to know. Because at the end of the day, it's about his presence, not about us. Oh, I feel that so strong in my spirit. But Lord, some of, some of the people won't like it. That's okay. Because it's not about them, it's about me. And when you're drawn to my presence, you will prosper. You will prosper. My children, not my children, his children, my children will prosper. Out of an obedience move comes blessing after blessing after blessing. Amen. 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 So, so Pastor Say, are you saying that it will always be good? No. But I'm saying when the bad comes, his presence is there. Well, did he make the bad happen? No, 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 I'm not saying he's there in the bad to help you walk through it. Never set up camp in the valley. The valley is there for training. The valley is there to see if you're still obedient. As you walk through the valley, a lot of us get comfortable in the valley and we set up tent, cook a little fire, go full Luke and Ashton in a little minivan down there. It's not, that's not what it's for. It's to walk through. You've got to get through the valley. And when you get through the valley, you become stronger for the mountaintop. As you're trudging through, as you're walking, your legs start to be built. Your arms start to be built. Your spirit starts to be built. And he says, I'm readying you for battle. So son, daughter, listen to me, hear me, understand that I'm readying you now for what's coming. You think this storm is big? I'm just readying you for the next one. That's why when you're faced, when, when you actually are friends with a true, a true devoted follower of Jesus, when storms come, you'll see them, they never waver, never. 
They don't ever, I have watched my, my mom and dad. I've watched them battle storm after storm after storm. And my dad, he has never changed. If anything, he's stronger today than he ever has been. The storms are there to build you up, not to tear you down. And when you learn that and understand that, that what the enemy thought he was taking you out, he was just creating a runway for you to prosper. When you understand this, the Lord has miracles, signs, wonders, and blessings on the other side of your step. Amen. Come on, can we just celebrate him one more time? Come on, just celebrate him one more time. He's so good. He's so good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Luke, give us some announcements, okay? Tell us what's going down here. You got to take over the service. So we're, we're, gonna, we're just going to be here all day. Well, welcome to church. Glad you guys are here this morning. Uh, we're having church today. Amen. Hey, if you're new, uh, welcome today. Welcome to the Power Place. Uh, you've picked a great day uh, to come for the first time. It's going to be awesome. We're just getting started. Uh, but if you're new and you're wondering, hey, what is the Power Place all about? The Power Place exists to help you encounter the Lord's presence every single day to be empowered by His Spirit and His Word so you can get engage with your world. All right, we're all about His presence, as we just experienced. And uh, so excited you chose to join us this morning. If you're new, uh, we have a gift for you. We, we want to connect with you. We want to get to know you. Uh, there's a, a card in the seat back in front of you. Go ahead and fill that out uh, and take it to our connection bar. And uh, we've got some, some gifts for you. Um, also, some things that are happening uh, this week. Anybody know what's happening on Friday? Yeah, it is first Friday. Uh, so this Friday at 7, you're going to want to be here. Uh, we're going to spend some moments just worshiping the Father together. It's going to be awesome. So you want to be here this Friday. Also, we have baptisms coming up. Come on, anybody excited for that? Yes. We're, we get to celebrate life change here. Uh, they're happening on October 16th. So here in a, in a few weeks, if you're interested, you can go to the Church Center app and, and sign up. If you're interested in, in being baptized uh, or if uh, you, you have not been a part of Church Center app, uh, go to the Connection Bar and we can get you signed up there as well. Uh, but we want you to be baptized if that's something that you're interested in. Um, then the last thing that I, I want to hit on this morning is uh, I just want to highlight what God is doing in our Power Place Academy. It's been so cool. It's been awesome just uh, being a part of the life change and the continued life change every single day for our kids. On, on Wednesdays, we, we do our, our daily encounter time, and it is so fun to stand back and watch as these little kids are jumping around, uh, raising their hands, kneeling before the Lord. And I just want to go ahead and take a second, take a moment. Our value this week is honor. What do you say with honor? Oh, you guys are good. You have been listening. Man, I'm proud of you guys. So honor, and I just want to honor our teachers this week, right? Our, our, on our teachers, honor Mr. Bill, our head of school, right? Pastor Isaiah and Brittany for everything that they're pouring into this school. Go ahead and just give, give them some honor this morning for everything that is taking place. Yeah, and our kids at the Power Place Academy. It's been so good. So awesome. Love what God is continuing to do. Right, just as Pastor Isaiah was talking about, as we're faithful, as we're obedient to his nudge, his call, and just watching God continue to pour out. 
Um, so the last thing I, I want to do this morning before I hand it over to Pastor Isaiah is I just want to give an opportunity to give this morning. Uh, we've got several ways that you can give, and they're going to pop up on the screen behind me uh, this morning. But go ahead, and, and I just want to uh, just bless the offering and, uh, as, as we take up this moment. God, we just thank you for everything you're doing, God. But I pray, pray blessing and favor, God, over uh, the, the, the offering this morning, God. I pray blessing and favor over the giver this morning, God. We're bringing back to you what is already yours today, God. And we just thank you for it, God. I pray for that it would just multiply uh, a thousandfold, God. I pray that you would just continue to pour out upon our community, God, on Kennett Square, God, on the surrounding areas, God. Uh, I pray that you would just use us as your vehicle to be your hands and feet, Father, God. We just love you this morning, God. I'm just so grateful for everything you're doing. And everyone said, amen. Amen. Go ahead and give it up for Pastor Isaiah as he comes. Amen. Amen. Man, God is, he's on the move, isn't he? Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Lucas. Ooh, wow. Pastor Greg and Christy uh, are away, and uh, they've faced a little bit of Ian. Fun, they showed me a little video of the ocean taking over their hotel pool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And then my dad decided that it was time to go to cookout. So they... You know, my mom, if you haven't noticed, my mom's a little bit dramatic. And so my, my dad's laying in bed reading his Bible while my mom's over videoing. She's like, we're going to die. And, but I was like, Christy, it's fine. And I reminded them of the moment when I was a kid. We were traveling. We, had, we, uh, we lived in a camper. And uh, our truck and trailer was parked at a gas station. And they had warnings of tornadoes. And so we parked at this gas station. And as a kid, you know, I was freaking out. My dad, he's always been a bigger gentleman. And so he's in the camper as the wind is blowing and the camper is going back and forth. And he's got his hand on one side of the camper and his other hand on the slide out. And he's going like this, you know, as we're, we're rocking. You know, all of us are freaking out. My mom, fill in the blank. And, uh, and my dad's like, Chris, you know, we're gonna be fine. And, you know, the ship is rocking and yeah, anyways, we, we ended up walking out the next morning and the tornado had destroyed the gas station we were at, had ripped through, picked up and went over our camper. You could literally see on one side, the uh, gas station be torn apart all the way up until about maybe 50 feet from our camper, picked up, went to the other side and the, the woods on the other side of our camper were destroyed. There was literally a path. You could see the pathway of it hop over. Like he was just, you know, it's my dad. He's like, Lord, you know, you can't take me out now. I've got more to do. <laughs> Anyways, be praying for them as they relax and rest. How many of you know that uh, the shepherds of this house need rest? Because they have to deal with you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And so we're praying for them. Uh, I, I, pray, uh, I pray just an extra uh, amount of peace and uh, rest as they're away. I pray God fills them and pours out um, for what's coming. Um, understand that as the shepherds of this house, they carry weight. Uh, they've carried weight. We're almost into our 19th year here at the Power Place. That's exciting um, to see what God has done um, over 18 years here at the house. Um, but God continues to pour out in them, and they have to be ready with ready ears to hear where we're going. And so uh, 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 their, their rest time is the most important time they can take. And so we value that. We value health here at the Power Place. And, uh, and so we, we come away before we come apart. 
Yeah. One of the, uh, I think it was second week of the school, um, we have, you know, aides that work at the school and teachers, and, and we were making aides stay home, and they're like, we don't need a break yet. And I'm like, yeah, but we come away before we come apart. So I want you to take a break before you need a break. How many of your business does that same thing? They send you home, like, take a vacation day on us today. No, but we value health here at the Power Place. And so when you value health, you see things that the normal corporate world cannot see. They say, work until you die, work until you work your fingertips off. Whereas we say, if you can work from health, that's the best position you're in. So let me keep you healthy so that we don't have to have a lean-in conversation later to say, why are you so sick? And so we work together and we iron sharpens iron. We make this thing what God's called it to be. Um, We've got a couple in the house that have given so much sacrificially to this house. And I want to honor them today. Can you give it up for Rajan and Austin? Pool. <laughs> Rajan, is Austin, where is he at? He, he's at coffee. He's, he's, he's getting coffee in the floor. Hey, Austin, would you come back in here, please? Gosh. All right, uh, would you come here for me, please? Austin, Rajan. Austin has played every instrument on our stage. Um, he has spent hours upon hours here with uh, Pastor Lennon and Ryan. Uh, just giving to the house, and we just want to pray for you today. Um, this is Rajan. She uh, was our admin here. This is Reggie, Reginald, Rajan, Rochelle, Raquel, Rachel, Roshi. She's had them all. Um, Rajan has literally been the backbone of this house for years. Um, when she came in to uh, to work as our admin, we had a million things going on, and we just handed them all over to her and we said, we had zero systems, can you create systems? And she did. And she literally took a mess and created this systemized area for us to be able to work at the best of our abilities. It was, it was awesome to see how Pastor Luke, Pastor Jeremy, Pastor Landon, um, Pastor Greg, myself, just be able to actually jump into our lane and only worry about our lane. And everything we didn't wanna do, we just put it on Raquel. Or Rochelle, I mean, Rachel, I mean, Rajan. Uh, It was just, I love love to see the obedience from her to step in. Um, But she, and we told her her this this, this, a couple weeks ago, she is the reason we are where we are today. And nobody knows that. Like, she's not like up here on stage every week being like, I do all the back stuff, everything behind the scenes. She is the reason for it. And so can we give it up for Rajan and Austin for dedicating so many years to this house? I love you. So proud of you guys. Thank you. Love you. These guys, this is it. Yeah, standing ovation. I didn't even get that when I came up here. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Would you just extend your hand while you're standing? Would you extend your hand? God, right now I pray for Austin and Rajan. Lord, I pray as they go, Lord, I pray that you would go with them. I pray anointing, favor, blessing. Lord, I pray over their new home right now that your Holy Spirit would be resting as they show up. Lord, I pray that you would pour out your spirit upon them over and over again in Jesus' name. We love you and we thank you, Lord. Thank you for obedience. Thank you for steps in the right direction. Lord, I pray these next steps would be their greatest steps yet. We love you and we thank you, Lord. I pray over the days ahead. Lord, pour out your spirit upon them in Jesus' name. And everybody said... 
Amen. Amen. Go for it, okay? Yeah. Yeah. It's not as pretty there, but it's okay. Have fun. <laughs> All right. You're going to take Landon, like, you, Landon Verkert? You actually want to take him? Okay. All right. Not a lot of people say that, so. I'm just kidding. Mm. Man, what's God doing? In Isaiah 40, 31, it says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. But those who hope in the Lord. Those who hope in the Lord will. Everybody say that with me. Say will. Will. Not maybe, not you might, but will, will, will renew their strength. That's a promise. If you hope in the Lord, you will renew your strength. That's a promise. That's not a gamble. That's a promise. That's not a lottery ticket. That's a promise. That's a you hope in the Lord, you will renew your strength. Well, I'm really weak today, Zay. Hope in the Lord. Get grounded in him and watch him renew your strength. This morning, four people rededicated their lives to Jesus. Or dedicated Either way, do you understand the sound in heaven when that happened? Do you get it? Do you understand that what happened over 2,000 years ago on the cross was for this reason right here? And this morning, as they moved, and I'm telling you, I, I can see it, I can see it up in heaven as they were deciding in their seat whether to go or not. They're like, you better get over here, you're gonna miss it. They're thinking about it. It's gonna, I think it's gonna happen. I'm telling you, it, 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 they're, they're up there. And that move, that, that, that first step. And that's why we always talk about that first step is the hardest step because it's like, are people gonna judge me? They've seen me here for a long time and now all of a sudden I'm gonna, I don't know about this. This is, this is a struggle of mine. And that first step, and I'm telling you, heaven erupts. Erupts. There were so many slaps going up in heaven. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. The power place exists to help you encounter the Lord's presence daily, to be empowered by his spirit and his word so that you, so that you can what? Engage with your will. See, it always comes back to us. We'll help you. God wants to help you, but then you have to go. One of the things we value here at the Power Place is obedience. And we say obedience is the key to life. When you have obedience, things happen on the other side of your obedience. It's a super simple mentality. And when you finally understand it and you finally get it, things happen and you're like, Wow, I wish I would have done that sooner. 
I wish I would have just been obedient from the beginning. As I was preparing this sermon, I was all done, and last night, it was around 10 o'clock last night, and the Lord downloaded again, and I was like, Lord, it's too late. If you would have come by 9.37, that was my, my time. I'm done. Last night, he was like, I, I need you to talk about tithing again. And I was like, oh, leave that for Pastor Greg when he gets back. He was like, no, 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 I need you to, 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 help, to help them understand the importance of it. You see, tithing is obedience. Everybody say with me, say obedience. See, if obedience is the key to life, then tithing is a must. Because in the Bible, it talks about tithing as a do thing. You must do this to receive full blessing. Withholding tithe is withholding blessing. It's living in disobedience. Something we say around here is if you don't feel the weight of the seed when it leaves your hand, you'll never feel the weight of the blessing when it returns. Me and uh, my wife, Brittany, have been married for 14 years, and we have seen the financial pour out from heaven multiple times in our marriage. And it's crazy to me to see how God completely supplies every need all the time, all the time, all the time. I, I grew up in a home where even when you had nothing, you still gave everything. I was talking to a to someone this week, and they were like, you know, uh, talking about retirement and all that stuff. And they're like, yeah, you know, how are your parents set up for retirement? I was like, I don't know. They gave away everything. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I, I, I come from a family. My, my grandfather, uh, my mom's dad, passed away uh, years ago. And I remember going on a trip to Dominican Republic with him. And I remember sitting down, uh, eating, we were either eating breakfast or lunch, sitting around the table, and he just started talking about his life and walk uh, with the Father. And he looked at us, and he said, if I can tell you one thing, give it all away. Now, this coming from him, he's given away cars, he, he's given away uh, mega amounts of money and all this stuff, and, and I remember him looking at me saying, give it all away, and I'm like, yeah, that's easy for you to say because you got given a house, on five acres of property, a gorgeous house, on five acres of property, and they paid for every bill. And he's like, yeah, because I gave it away. You see, when, you, when, you, when the weight of the seed is heavy and it leaves your hand, the weight of the blessing returning will be unimaginable. I, I'm telling you, I've watched my parents give away heavy gifts in moments where we didn't have it. And literally, days following, return it double-fold. I've watched in our own home as big things have gone out and even bigger things have come in. So, Zay, are you saying that if I give $5, I'm going to get $10 back? Nope. Zay, are you saying if I give a lot of money away that I'm going to get a lot of money back? Nope. 
So then Zay, what are you saying? I'm saying give it away and watch God pour out. I'm telling you, you cannot, man, this is such an old Assemblies of God statement. You cannot outgive God. You can't. As much as you want to, you will never be able to. I, I, was, I was listening to one of my friends this week, and he said, he said you know, the, the, the people always say, oh, you know, you, you haven't given it all away. And he's like, I continue to give it all away. I just can't beat God because he's in the back shoveling it in. He's like, I can't give it away fast enough because it keeps coming in faster. This is how God works. And when we understand the side of obedience, he shows up. Everything else just aligns when we get obedient. As children of God, it is our mandate to obey. And as we obey, he gets to pour out. It's the same in my house with my children. If you obey, reward. If you don't, we'll just go, for lack of better terms, no reward. <laughs> Pain. No. Um, <laughs> I was raised, I was raised church side, so understand I, I deal with my kids church side too, so that's how we do. We say, you know, we, we don't spoil the rod. Anyways, um, we don't spare the rod. Sorry. We don't spoil the child. Yeah. There it is. That's the, that's the one. Thank you, babe. Why? Because I don't want to be like the family that was across from us at dinner just a couple nights ago when me and Brittany were out on a date and their child was on the phone the entire time and never heard one word they said. Because to me, the child is happy but not fed. He's content and quiet, but not full. You see, he's lacking the fulfillment of communication. But I would rather, as a parent, take the easy route. And that's okay, but the easy route will one day come back to bite you. I'm telling you, there is so many things that are happening in this world right now for us as parents and leaders to lead and lead well. And in your home, you need to teach the next generation how to tithe. I'll just go ahead and break it out here over at the Power Place Academy. If you don't know what the Power Place Academy is, God put it in our hearts uh, to launch a school this year because of the way school system was going. And so we decided to launch a K through sixth grade uh, that is housed here Monday through Friday. And God brought us God-fearing teachers. It's been incredible. And they built this system in for our children that they have to rent their chair they sit in during the week. Now, the way they earn money is by doing chores and getting jobs around the classroom. They get their income, and once they get their income, the first thing to come out of their income is their what? Their tithe. So they actually get their tithe taken out of their income so they never see it because you don't ever see it in our house either. It comes out first because that's the first thing to come out, not the Pico bill. I don't pay my Pico bill, and if I have leftover, give it to God because that's called disobedience. I give to God what is God's, and then whatever's leftover because that's how I pay for my Pico bill. <laughs> You'll get it. So after they, after they spend rent, after they get the tithe, they rent their chair. Then at the end of the week on Fridays, the store opens up. How many of you love going to Target or Home Depot or Cabela's and just dropping cash? 
Why? Because it's fun. So the store opens up and it teaches them how to steward what they have left. Oh, you think I'm playing. We're talking life skill. We're talking life. Schools don't teach life skill. They don't even teach you how to write a dang check. You get into the world, I'm like, I'm, literally, I'm, I, I, I married Brittany, I got him a house, I'm like, how do you write a check? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this whole thing works. I got a mortgage thing. I'm like, you want that much money for what? I, you know, these kids need to learn so they can steward now and not feel the weight of it later. Well, my parents never taught me how to tithe. Well, learn now so that later you can be obedient and live in the blessing. All I want for you is blessing. That's it. I don't want your money. I don't need your money. God has poured out since birth. I am 35 years blessed. <laughs> I, I, I don't need your money. This building doesn't need your money. We don't need your money. God wants your obedience. And until you understand that, you're gonna sit there with your arms crossed for the rest of your life. You've got to understand that God wants your whole heart. Not just a piece of it, not just the extra 20 sitting in your wallet. He wants your whole heart. And on top of that, he says, okay, now you've given me what is mine. Are you willing to bless? Are you willing to give even offerings above? I'm telling you, you gotta start praying this way. You, gotta, you have to start being intentional with your prayers. Lord, you've seen my obedience, now what else do you want from me? It's in the moment that you don't have it that he's gonna be like, give it. I, 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 literally, just within the last five, maybe even three years, I've watched my parents give away two cars. Now they're not gonna get up here and tell you about that because they're, they're like, but I'm ratting them out because they're not here. You wanna leave me alone? I'm gonna rat you out. Now, they had every right to sell the cars to make money for a down payment for a new one. But they chose, when God put it on their hearts, they chose obedience. But dad, you could have made so much money. You're not thinking right. Oh, yes, son. I, and my mole is coming. I'm coming for him. I'm telling you, I'm coming for him. You have to understand the heart of a true follower is tuned into his voice and no one else's. It, I'm telling you, and guess what? God pours out over and over again, over and over again. Uh, in, in Proverbs 3, verse 9, it says, honor the Lord with your wealth. Well, that's pretty easy. So wait, back in Isaiah 40, it says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. So I've got to give it to him and then honor the Lord with your wealth with the first fruits of all your crops, first fruits. When you first get it, take it out. That was good. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing. Then. Everybody say then. Look at your neighbor and say then. Then. then after obedience, then comes barns filled to overflowing. Then. Then, not just because you, you stopped lying, not just uh, because you stopped uh, uh, cheating uh, the, 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 uh, your job, I'm not sure. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops, then your barns will be filled to overflowing. Your vats will brim over with new wine. Then, 
After obedience, then I can pour out. Before obedience, you cap yourself off. You will be struggling from here until then. Malachi 3.10, bring the, Uh uh-oh. Well, I just want to start small. I'm going to start out at 2%. Then maybe in a month or so, I'll move to 5%. I'm just easing my way in. Don't eat your way in. Grab your knees and jump in. It's time to dive in to obedience because bring the whole tithe to the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven. See if I won't. Go ahead, test me in this. Throw money out of obedience and test me in this and watch. Watch me not open the floodgates of heaven. Pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. Gonna have to build bigger buildings. (laughs) I will prevent pests from devouring your crops. And the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it is ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Then all the nations will call you blessed, for yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. Woo, my goodness. I think I'm going to preach. Two weeks ago, maybe it was three weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, um, I was in the Suburban, me and Brittany were on our way, and uh, we had just dropped the kids off at school, pulled into Wawa to fill up, and uh, no, this is not a gas prices story. I know you wanted it to be, but it's not. Um, pulled into Wawa to fill up, and I'm waiting for a, a pump to open up, and, and I'm, I'm in line behind this guy, and the pump next to him, uh, the car leaves. So how many of you know we slam it into reverse, we gas it hard, and then we slam it into drive to get into the spot? So I had, I had put my protein cup in the middle of me and Brittany, a nice big 32 ounce uh, full of milk and protein. And anybody that knows protein knows the stench of protein after a couple days sitting in your car. So it's full. And I I put it in drive and when I gassed it, the the cup went flying into the back. And when it landed, the the lid came off of Yeti, which I have a complaint out. Um, uh, Came off of Yeti and it splashed over my entire car. So I pull into the pump and, uh, you know, put all the seats up. And then Brittany's in there on her hands and knees with towels that we're grabbing from because, I don't, you know, this is the one moment in my life I don't have nine things of baby wipes in my car. So I, we pull up and I grab the paper towels and I'm dipping them in the windshield washer fluid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Guys, you got to think out of the box here. Don't be trapped in that little box. Okay, get out of the box. So I'm, I'm dipping, you know, stacks of paper towels in the window washer fluid, and I'm, I'm handing it to Brittany. She, you know, she's getting it all out and whatever. And then I take the, the window washer, and I'm scrubbing, you know, pulling stuff out of the car. And it's just, it's just awful, just absolutely awful. I have, I have WeatherTech mats, and it's pulling on the WeatherTech mats, but it's dripping through, and I'm panicking at this moment because, yes, I see my life flashing before my eyes. I hate that. If you know me, I'm an anal car guy. Uh, the interior of the car has to be clean. It has to smell good. So, clean it all up, get home, like, I need to clean this up, but with everything going on, I don't have time. 
So Tuesday rolls around. That was a Monday. Tuesday rolls around. I'm like, I've got to clean this up, but I don't have enough time. So waited for Tuesday. I told Brittany, at some point this week, I've got to get in there and clean this. Around Wednesday is when I opened up the door, and I thought that the devil had slept in my car overnight. <laughs> because the, the heavy stench was so awful, uh, it, was, it was permeating through the glass and through the steel. Um, and so, you know, I'm like, oh, my word. So I drive to work with all the windows down and the air blasting. And, uh, and I was tearing by the time I got to work. And, uh, and then Thursday came around. And I, I'm telling you, it was just there's too much stuff to go on. And I just couldn't dedicate to cleaning out the carpets. Friday came around. And finally, Saturday, I pulled all the, the carpets out and I, or the, the, the mats out. And I started shampooing the rugs. And I mean, I did a deep cleanse, okay, a deep cleanse, a heavy, wet, soapy, deep cleanse. I got all done. It took me about six hours uh, to do the interior of the car. And I, I remember going inside and I was like, you, I, I mean, I'm sending text, you know, confident text to my family, you know, smell is gone. Uh, going, you know, very proudly to, to my wife, Brittany. I was like, smell is gone. Don't worry about a thing. Your man handled it. You can thank me later. That was Saturday. Sunday morning, I come in and I get a call from Brittany. And I was like, hey, what's up? She said, I'm on my way to church. I've got two things, I got good news and I got bad news. <laughs> now, at this point, I am so cocky about the way that I clean that car. The smell of the car doesn't even, doesn't even, it doesn't even come into my mind because I've solved the issue. She said, good news is the car looks fantastic. The bad news is it smells almost worse than before. So Monday morning, I'm out there and I tear the carpets out of the car. I mean, I'm not playing. This is, I've noticed now that underneath the carpets is foam. So the foam has to be cleaned, people. So I get in and I get in deep, okay? I'm in deep. I'm in deep. And I'm praying now because before I relied on my strength, now I'm gonna rely on the Lord's strength, okay? <laughs> so I'm out there scrubbing. And I, I mean, I went, we got the most potent stuff. And man, I'm, I, I don't want chemicals in the car that strong, but it don't matter. I'm dumping the chemicals, okay? We're just lighting this thing up. No lie, the carpet's dry, I mean, perfectly. They dry perfectly. I get up Tuesday morning to take the kids into work, and when I open up the door, the stench again. I'm like, Lord, what are you trying to teach me? Do I need a new vehicle? Do you want me to give this one away? If you need a new car right now, just come forward. <laughs> I'm going to lay hands on you and give you a brand new Suburban. Guys, I, I was defeated. I was like, this is crazy. And the Lord, man, so heavily impressed on me. He said, this is how most of you live your life. You spill, you wait, and then you try Continue to get defeated and give up. And you don't know where to go from here. And every time you pull up, you know people can smell it. You know it. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You fuel up your, cars, your car with the doors closed now. Because you don't want the guy next door to be like, you got something going on in there, man? <laughs> nah, dude, nah. 
you pull up next to people and you're, you're cautious. You, you don't want anybody leaning their head in your car to talk. You don't want anybody in your space because now you've, when you cross over, see, you don't, don't get in my space because when you get in my space, you're gonna smell what I've been dealing with. And I'm telling you, if you smell what I've been dealing with, you're gonna know that I've, I've been hitting some walls and that my work is going unseen and undone. And, and, and I, I don't know if I can actually handle you knowing the truth about what I'm walking through. And God wants you to know today that he's the greatest carpet cleaner out there. And when you actually give it to him, he's gonna come in and do the deepest clean, which you saw four deep cleans this morning. He's gonna come in and do what only he can do. I'm telling you, God is pouring out. I'm gonna wrap up here. And actually, if I can have the worship team uh, come for these last few moments, uh, I, wanna, I wanna dive in what I'm actually supposed to be talking about today. They're gonna be like, you broke the, the series again. Every time we give it to you, you never speak about what you're supposed to speak about. <laughs> Fine, I'll go on vacation. <laughs> We're in a series called... <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm digging. Oh, I'm digging. I know I got a few days until he gets home, so it's good. <laughs> Hopefully it'll, it'll wear off. Can I just take a second before I move on and honor my parents? Amen. I love them. They're incredible. They have been incredible, and they continue to be incredible. Uh, my mom is a little nuts, but I love her. Like, she's one of those things where, like, I want to claim the nuts as my, like, she's, she's my nut mom. It's one of those, I know she invades your bubble, but that's, that's my mom invading your bubble. She has had My mom has had my back my entire life, even when I messed up. She didn't care. She didn't care if you judged her. She's been there for me from the beginning. Thank the Lord, it's right. Thank the Lord, it's right, because ain't nobody else was in my corner. <laughs> my dad has led the same way since I was a little kid. He's been an incredible shepherd for this house. And he was an incredible shepherd for our house. I wanna say thank you to Pastor Greg and Christy today for leading and leading well. You have blown the roof off this place. Amen. 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 One of the things we value here at The Power Place is truth. And we say absolute truth equals complete freedom. Today we're talking about the armor of God, and uh, today I'm diving into the belt of truth. And by diving in, I mean I'm just dipping my toe in it real quick. <laughs> I'm not worried about the time. It's 11.23. It's fine. Jeremy's in his fourth added thing. He's fine. That means he's got five more. We're good. Ephesians 6.10, it says, uh, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. Notice how it says put on the full armor of God. It doesn't say put on a piece of it. It says put on the full armor of God, so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. I want to stop here for one second. I want you to understand, you are not battling people. And you need to hear this. Some of you need to hear this because it, it, it doesn't really make sense to you. You're not battling people. You're battling the dark, deep, demonic realm. Okay? 
whether you own your own business. How many business owners do we have in the room? Business owners, you, you hold a lot of weight, business owners. Okay, you are not battling people. You're not even battling townships. You are battling deep, dark, demonic things. How many parents do we have in the room? Wow. Your children are facing deep, dark, demonic things. And if you don't protect them, they will become acclimated to them. Ooh, let me help you. Let me help you. Guard at all costs. That's why it says put on the full armor of God. It doesn't just say grab the sword and go to battle. No, 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 no. Put on the full armor of God. Today I want to dive into the belt of truth. And against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. I'm on verse 13. Therefore, put on the full armor of God. Again, reminding you, full armor. So that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. Notice how this is the first piece of armor that he talks about. I want to talk to you about the belt of truth because I don't want you to think of the belt of truth as the belt that holds up your pants. It's more important than that. There's more to the belt of truth than just an article of clothing that helps you to assist another article of clothing. The belt of truth had a few things on it. It would carry the sword. It would carry armor. It had low-hanging armor to actually protect the lower regions of their bodies. Why? Because the reproductive organs were there and the enemy would love nothing more than to take out the next generation. And so he's gonna come after you to take out the next. He's gonna delete the father from the home who forgot his belt of truth so that he can get to the child. Do you hear me? The belt of truth carried a lot more weight than what we sometimes will put on it. You have to understand, you need that protection to walk out and face the enemy. It's not always about the sword. A lot of times it says, be silent and I will fight for you. You don't necessarily need the sword at all times, but you need to stand protected. We need to guard ourselves for what is coming. When we remain in his word, we can distinguish what is true from what is untrue. Truth matters. Let me help you with that. Truth matters. Truth matters. We're in a time in 2022 where truth matters. It's everything. And people that are far away from him don't know the truth. And they can't figure it out. The only way you can have discernment and wisdom is by time in his presence. The only way. The only way. Think of David before he went to the Goliath. He had time in his presence before he faced the giant. Period. Time in his presence. 
In John 14, 6, it says, the devil cannot stand against truth. Jesus said, sorry, it says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So when you live in truth, when you put that belt of truth around your waist, you're walking in truth, which is walking in him. And what he does is he brings the protection as you walk in truth, as you walk in him, he brings the protection for the next generation. And he says, be all about me. Get your wisdom and discernment from me. Make decisions based off of me, not just the latest, greatest. And as I lead you, they'll follow. Well, what if they don't like Christianity? If you model it right, they will. If you model it right, they will. Why? Because the Bible is so much fun. It's incredible. When you're reading through the Word, it's exciting. And when you model the Word of God right, all they're going to want to do is fall in line. Mm. John 8, 32, it says, Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Truth is a big deal. Proverbs 1, 1 uh, 1 through 15, it says, For gaining wisdom and instruction, the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to those who are simple, knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise listen and add to their their learning, and let the discerning get guidance for understanding Proverbs and parables and saying the sayings and riddles of the wise. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Uh, Verse seven, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Verse eight, listen, my son, to your father's instructions and do not forsake your mother's teachings. Man, I got, when I read this passage, I, I go all the way back to all the family meetings we'd have as kids where I didn't wanna fall in line Don't tell me what to do. Listen, my son, listen, Isaiah, to Greg's teaching, his instructions. And do not forsake Christie's teaching. Your mom and your dad have been here before. They know what they're talking about. So shut your mouth and fall in line. Well, what if I don't have parents that teach like that? Then God will give you wisdom and discernment on how to do it better. He will, he will. We, we trust and rely too much on Google. How do I discipline my child if they just told me they hate me? I'm serious, you laugh, but I'm serious. This is, it's been done. Teach them, train them right and watch the truth of God The truth of God as you suit up, watch the truth of God pour out and keep them in his will. Verse nine, they are a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. Verse 10, my son, if sinful men entice you, do not give in to them. 
A lot of you need to make some distance in between your friends. If they say, come along with us, let's lie in wait for innocent blood, let's ambush some harmless soul, let's swallow them alive like the grave and whole like those who go down to the pit. We will get all sorts of valuable things and fill our houses with plunder. Cast lots with us. We will all share the loot. My son, do not go along with them. Do not set foot on their paths. You've got to be warned. I need to warn you this morning. Some of your friends, they're not giving you this. They're not like, hey, let's go kill them. But they're baiting you along the way. They're saying, hey, come on. There's seriousness and then you don't have to be that serious. Come on, you can come over here and do this on the weekends, it's fine. You'll get right on Sunday, right? Yeah, right, you'll get right on Sunday. I'm telling you, God wants to take you and place you at higher levels. But with higher levels comes higher responsibility. He wants to take you from a place where you've been to a place where he wants you to be. But in order to handle the weight, you're gonna have to suit up with the proper armor. Last verse, I close with this, 1 John 4, 6. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. Ooh, I'm gonna read that again because that was so good and nobody got it. It's only 11.34, you're fine. I don't even think Applebee's opens until like 12.30. First John 4, 6. Again, I want you to hear it. Receive this. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of of falsehood. Notice how he's talking about the spirit. A lot of times we want to get rid of spirits because it's like, oh no, we don't talk about those here. That's, that's, oh, I don't know about that. No, no, no. There's only one spirit welcomed in this house and that's the Holy Spirit. So all other spirits have to leave. They have to leave. Welcome to October where the TV goes off because you can't handle the commercials. A lot of you are like, wait, what, 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 what do you mean? What's on TV is permeating your living room, which is permeating your kids, which is permeating the atmosphere, which is ruling your home, which is why you're here at an empty level. Let me help you. Let me help you. Let me, let me pastor you for a second. Guard your eyes. Guard your ears. Ooh, on Thursday night, we had, uh, we had our worship get-together, Infuse Night, and my power group sat right over here. We had a little small groups to talk about uh, things were going on. I had Pastor Jeremy in with me, our kids and family pastor. And, and we were going around the circle. And, and one of the lines he said, so it rung so loud with me. He said, I don't want you just to think because I'm a pastor that I'm different. Because the same things that are in the world that come after you, come after me. And I was like, ooh, that's so good. Because a lot of times, I'll stand here, or Pastor Greg will stand here, or Pastor Luke will stand here, or Pastor Landon will stand here, and they'll sing there, and it's like, oh, they have it easy because nothing comes after them. It's just easy. No, 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 no. Take away the title, Pastor, and I'm the same as you. Now, according to the Bible, I'm held to a lot higher standards. It's holding me. It's saying, hey, you have to live like this. 
you're held. You're, you're going to be accountable for a lot more because of my teaching going through you. But understand the same thing. Get away from the title and, and be, passing it off as, oh, it must be easy. Must have been easy for Pastor Greg and Christy to give away cars because, I mean, duh, they're pastors. Isn't that what they're supposed to do? Not the last time I checked. Aren't they supposed to give it all away and drive a little beater? Not the last time I checked. My God's a prosperous God. He owns a cattle on a thousand hills and he'd like to give me some. Last time I'm checked, I checked, I am blessed and highly favored. Blessed. Everybody say blessed. Blessed. So this morning, suit up with the proper armor to get the job done. You don't have to walk through life with your shoulders down, your head hung, and walking through life moping. No, it's time to wake up, guard your surroundings, and say, this house is a house of God, and as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I don't care if you don't agree. You're going to serve the Lord if you live in my house. Today is the day I'm making a choice to change it all. All right, stand with me all over this room. If you don't stand, we might be here all day. Man. Do I, would we have that microphone? Uh, I know Dylan, you're on camera. Can somebody take over for Dylan so Dylan can come here? And I want Dylan to share a testimony real quick with that microphone. Let me see that. Real quick. Dylan, would you come here and share? I want, I want you to share the testimony of how you were healed and what you texted me about yesterday. You share that? You fill him in? He's on RF1. You like that? That's RF1. I feel so smart. Yeah, so um, I'd say when I moved back, I, uh, there was a lot of change in my family just from our season in Florida, and we were trying to get healthy as a family. And part of that for me was getting off of medication uh, for my acid reflux, and Landon actually, Pastor Landon actually kind of pushed me to get healthy. But in doing that, and getting off the medication, I realized how high my blood pressure was, and it was extremely high, and um, they wanted to put me on medication, and I said, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. So I got off my reflex medicine. I said, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to trust that I'm healed, and literally that next Sunday was in Dream Team. I think it was you or, or Pastor Billy had said, there's someone in this room that's been dealing with reflux their whole life, and I believe that they're going to be healed today. And then during church, after Dream Team, it was blood pressure. And I'm like, well, if that's not for me, I don't know what is. Uh, and I hadn't really been taking my blood pressure. I'm down about close to 40 pounds now. And just, just getting healthy and prioritizing things from uh, a spiritual standpoint, mental standpoint, and physical, uh, and, and taking care of my body. And I took my blood pressure yesterday, and it was 114 over 80. Um, and just to give you guys some context, uh, I would say six months ago, it was like 180 over 130, uh, which is obviously extremely high. Uh, but I'm just so thankful. God is so good. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
He's a miraculous God, and he can. Uh, my wife, Brittany, was diagnosed with PCOS. She said, you can't have babies. Lennon, would you come here? Uh-oh. This is my oldest, London. She's emotional just like her father. She's 11 years old. And I remember when the, the test came back positive. Praying, praying into a blessing. Lord, you pour out. Come on, it's biblical. My quiver's gonna be full. Fill it, Lord. You're the only one who can. As the doctors tell me no, you say yes. I've got two others running around out there. We're still praying for them. <laughs> Salvation in Jesus' name. <laughs> but I, man, I felt this is so strong. So, London, you're gonna have to do this for me, okay? I want you to pray um, for mothers that are facing uh, infertility, okay? Infertility where they can't have babies, okay? from the mouth of children, from the faith from down inside. I just want you to pray life, okay? Okay. Dear Lord, I pray for the women right now that the doctors had told them that it wasn't possible for them to have children. I pray that you open up their wounds today just to um, pour out. I just pray that you pour out over them and let them have many children. I just pray that you bless them and fill them. I pray that you give them hope. I just thank you for doing this right now. And I just pray that you um, overfill them with joy and your love. And we just thank you and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 I pray life in Jesus' name. Life in Jesus' name. We're not playing games. I, I, I'm not playing games. I'm so sick and tired of the devil. I'm so sick and tired of his stupid schemes where he thinks he's got a, a handle on you. He's lost his handle. He's lost his handle. He's lost his handle. He's lost his handle. Let me remind you, church, he lost his handle. He lost his handle. No longer does he have a hold on your life. In Jesus' name. As I was praying in Dream Team this morning, these poles over here reminded me of my uh, eczema on my hands. Uh, my hands were torn up with eczema. I would bleed on a daily basis all over the place. The staff loved it because those poles were my scratching poles. During a uh, half hour of morning prayer, I would always sit over there and pray and scratch my hands. Don't worry, they've been cleaned and painted, so you're fine. Um, but I remember going into a, one of our 21-day fasts, and, and I felt so heavy on my spirit to pray for the eczema to go away. And, uh, and towards the end of the fast, uh, we, I was praying for a whole bunch of things, and we were sitting down, and, and my kids were getting ready to eat apples, and we talked about I was allergic to apples. And my daughter, London, with all the faith inside of her, said, Dad, why don't you pray for the apple allergy to go away? I was like, that'd be great, honestly. And so we started adding that into the prayer. Lord, I pray that not only would you heal my eczema, but Lord, I pray apples go away. I want to eat them. I like them. Um, and so we started praying against that allergy. I remember on the 21st day when the fast ended, uh, went home and London goes, so dad, you're going to try an apple? 
Now, what would happen to me is I would swell up. You know, my tongue would swell the whole nine. You get it. Benadryl or death. Um, and so, <laughs> so she did it, and I ate an apple, and the eczema was completely gone, and my allergy was completely gone, and I love apples. This is how simple, this is how simple he is. I, I'm, I'm going somewhere. I love, I love this 11.45, and nobody's left here. This is great. Thank you for, for being here. I believe God wants to heal this morning. Ooh, I believe he wants to heal. Uh, man, there was a light on Dylan. There was a light on London to pray for infertility. I just believe there's such a light on healing this morning, and God wants to do it. God wants to do it. God wants to do it. So, uh, if you need a healing in your body, if you need a physical healing in your body, I feel very specific about this. You need a physical healing in your body. We want to pray for you this morning. So I want you to come, uh, I want you to come forward. We're going to pray for you. We're going to lay hands on you this morning. You need a physical healing in your body. Physical healing in your body. Pray for you this morning. Nothing is impossible for God. All things are possible through Him. Yeah. I just want you to go ahead and start uh, by claiming it right now. <clears throat> go ahead, just start claiming it. Just start claiming it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yup, yup. By your mouth, with your words, just start claiming it. That's it. You're claiming it. A full healing health restored, a physical healing. Yeah. Ooh, I feel I'm settling on this room right now. Thank you, Jesus. 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 We claim healing in your name. Healing in your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. feel like God's doing an inner work in your body right now. <laughs> As I'm praying to move on, God's like, just hold on, I'm doing, I'm doing an inner work. I'm doing an inner work right now. Ooh. Ooh. Here's what I want you to do. I just want you to simply say, Lord, I receive your healing. I receive your healing. It's just very simple. I receive your healing. I receive your healing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I can't move on. I can't move on. He's doing a work right now <laughs> that no doctor could do. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Complete healing today in Jesus' name. Complete healing today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Worthy, worthy. Worthy, worthy. Worthy is Lamb. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. As I was praying for Kyle and Brooke's son, praying for things to go, 
was telling her in my house when we pray things gone, we pray Holy Spirit in to fill those holes from what has left. For instance, with Sloan, remember the story of fear go, fear go, Holy Spirit come. Okay, sickness go, Holy Spirit come. What's leaving is going to be replaced so that nothing else can find that hole. Make sense? Pain go, Holy Spirit come. I remember sitting in a service, uh, 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 went with Brittany and a few others, and we're sitting in the service, and, and this, this prophetic voice got up on stage and started calling out things in the audience. And at that point, I had torn my meniscus at 18 years old, had surgery, and it had affected me ever since. It was painful. Every time I worked out, I would feel it. It was, it was awful. It would just torment me. And I remember sitting there, and he said, someone is sitting in the room, and you tore your meniscus. It's your right leg and God wants to heal you. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm jumping up. I'm like, that's me. It, I didn't care who else was in the room. I just knew that that had tormented me for years. And if I could get freedom from it, I wanted it. And I remember him praying for me. And from that day forward, the pain was gone. Never affected me again. You can come, I could kick you as hard as I want and literally nothing, no pain, straight up. But that's how God works. He cared so much about me, he was willing to stop a service and call me out because he knew how much that pain held me back. Well, I don't know if I'm deserving. Say, you are, you are. Stop discounting yourself. You deserve it. You deserve it. It's my back. God wants to heal you. It's my neck. God wants to heal you. It's my arm. God wants to heal you. My elbow. It, I'm t it doesn't matter what it is. God wants to heal you complete healing. But when it pain goes, Holy Spirit, come. Come on, every hand lifted in the, around this room. Jesus, we claim full healing today in Jesus' name. Full healing today in Jesus' name. Full healing today in Jesus' name. Come on, claim it. Full healing in Jesus' name. Full healing in Jesus' name. Full healing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Luke, I want you to come. I want you to uh, lay hands on Jojo. Uh, this morning during worship, as I was kneeling right here, the Lord told me he wanted to heal feet. And I'm just seeing Jojo's foot. He's, he's got a black thing on his foot. And I'm pretty sure that's not a shoe. Because if so, he walked out with two different shoes. Praying healing. Healing. Anybody else have feet issues? You have, you have a, a feet issue? Put your hand up high. You have a foot issue? Uh, uh, yeah, I want, I want to pray for you. If, you. if you see a hand up around you, just want you to lay a hand on him. Put your lay a hand on him. I don't know why. It's God. It's not me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, keep your hands up. If you got feet issues, keep your hands up. We're gonna pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Complete healing today in Jesus' name. Complete healing in Jesus' name. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we claim it. We claim it today in Jesus' name. We love you and we thank you, Lord. Now I pray, go with us like never before. I pray a fresh fire like we've never had before. I pray against yesterday's fire. We want today's fire. Lord, I'm not trying to go off of last week's fire. Lord, I want a fresh fire. I don't want to eat yesterday's manna. I want fresh manna from above. Lord, I pray that you would light the trail ahead. I pray wisdom and discernment like never before. I pray that we would see things we've never seen. I pray that we would hear things we've never heard. I pray that you would ready our spirits as we suit up with your armor this morning. I pray that you would ready us for battle today in Jesus' name. As we go against the devil's schemes, as we come for him, for his throat, God, I pray that you would help along the way of winning in Jesus' name. Lord, we take out whatever gets in our way. Nothing and no one will stop the call that you place on our lives. And Lord, today, as these healings walk from this place, I pray that they would be 100% made whole in Jesus' name. Come on, give them glory. Give them glory. Give them glory. Give them glory. Come on, my might. Hey! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. And we thank you. We love you so much, Lord. Woo, in Jesus' name, and everybody said, Aye, yeah. Come on, everybody said, Amen. Amen. Now listen, at the same time, I want everybody to run to your cars, and we're going to Applebee's. The first one to get there wins, okay? Listen, go with God today. Go in your healing. Walk in your healing. Walk in his blessing. Favor and blessing rests on your house this week. Go for it. We'll see you next week. Actually, we'll see you first Friday.